Welcome to Empowered by Tawana podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially. I invite you to take this as your guide to create the life that you have been dreaming of. My purpose is to help you reimagine your life and let go of your thoughts and past behaviors that left you feeling powerless so that you can fulfill your own God-given destinies. Welcome, welcome back, my friends. First, I would like to say thank you for rocking with me. This is my third episode, and I'm proud of it. I'm proud of me, and thank you for listening listening in. Tonight, I would like to talk to you about ashes. Ashes, when you think of ashes, you think of something that you burn. Sometimes people burn things in their house and it smells good and then ashes still drops off. So ashes is just the remains of something that is destroyed or it could be ruined. Sorrow can be could be considered as ashes. Unforgiveness is another type of ashes. And it all deals with your character. Your inner self is the real unfolded beauty. We also know the scripture that God will give us beauty for our ashes. You know, it is great wealth in God's sight when you dig into the inside and give him those ashes so he can turn things into something beautiful. And if you look back over your life, if you have already given him those ashes and you will see that he has t- returned unto you something beautiful. And that's when our testimony comes into play. And you'll be able to tell somebody else about how you gave God your ashes and how he turned them into something beautiful. If we develop the inner beauty, rather than being overly concerned about our outward appearance, we will see that no matter how a person may look in your eyesight, but when they represent and present themselves in the right way, in a a way that is acceptable, not acceptable to man, but acceptable to God, walking in love and kindness, because love and kindness have I drawn thee. And it'll be a light that sparkles and you would not even be concerned about their outer appearance because their beauty from the inside would shine so well that it would overshadow how they look on the outside. First, I think I want to deal with unforgiveness. When we walk in unforgiveness because somebody may have done us wrong or somebody did something that we thought was wrong, but they could have thought that they was right, but because we never talked about it brought it to that person's attention. We walked around being mean or disliking that person because of something that they didn't, they wasn't aware of, or they knew it and you knew it too, but you decided that you was just not, was, you wasn't going to forgive them. And so when you tend to do that, it caused, it's like a cancer, like sores, you know, like it's just eating up your inside because when you forgive a person, it's not really for you. It's for, well, let's take that back. When you forgive a person, it is for you. It's not for that other person. Because when you walk around dealing with unforgiveness hanging over your head, you begin to build up hatred, angry, 
uh, resentment towards that person and it's holding up your blessings. And I know you're probably wondering, how does this have anything to do with business? Well, I'm glad that you asked. About two years ago, I was working at this place and I, I'm not going to say the company's name, but it was a big company. And when I first started, I just knew that I was going to like my job, you know, because it was something new. But at the same time, I knew that I was walking in the wrong calling because that season of my life was over. And but I went anyway because I needed to pay the bills. I needed to take care of, of my children's and my mom, you know, to make sure that we had a roof over our head. I had just left this job that did not want to pay me. Um, and that's another story for another episode. But I end up working at for this company. And if you would say it was kind of racist in there in a lot of parts from both from both uh, colors, white and black. But at the same time, I know who owns me and I know who who my life belongs to. So I wasn't worried or concerned, but I did not like it. It caused me to be bitter in the inside where I did not want to go, but I knew I had to go because I needed a check to take care of my home. And so I did it for like a year and a half. I met some great people there, but I also knew that my time was up. But while I was there, I, um, I started talking to one of the other ladies that worked there and she told me about this counselor, um, this coach that she was going to see because she was dealing with some marital issues at the time. And I was like, well, you know, I should go and maybe talk it out, you know, some things about my life that was still hanging over my head. And we could put that in a category of unforgiveness as well. I thought I had forgiven the person, but I wasn't all all the way there yet. So what I did, I start seeing her and I start working with her and she began as I began to have a conversation with her about the things that I was dealing with. She uh, spoke on that, you know, how that I was very aware of myself. So it was basically like I was doing all the talking, but I was answering my own problems. I was really talking myself into the things that I already knew, but just having that person on the other side of the table listening to me and taking notes and tell me to do certain things. But the great part about it was she was connected to God. So spiritually, she was able to tap in and tell me things that I did not share with her. So that was like a bonus. But in my time in doing that, you know, you have to realize that you have to forgive yourself because if you don't forgive yourself first, then you will beat up on yourself and you will be so hard on yourself. And where do you get by being hard on yourself? Nowhere. Being hard on yourself will cause you to continue to stay in a place that and you realize you're, you're not moving. You're just there. So. After going to, I think I went to like three meetings with her and I was like, at the last meeting, I was like, I'm not coming back anymore. Not because she wasn't good at being a coach, 
but I did not go back because I already have a relationship with God. And I knew that the things that I was telling her and I knew pretty much myself so well, I knew the things that I needed to correct. I knew the things that I needed to change. But at the end of the day, I never blamed anyone for the things that I was going through. I think I was just hurt and couldn't believe some of the things that was happening in my life at the time. Uh, I, um, after, I, after going through that hardship on the first job and going to that job, I just, I put in my two weeks notice and I left and I decided just to walk out on faith and trust God. And this is not my first time, but God had already called me to go somewhere else. And when you walking in disobedience, you know, it takes longer because our time and God time is different. But when we do the thing that he called us to do, when he speaks to you and tell you to do something, and when you don't move, when he says move, that's when that's when it get bad and not so much bad for the thing that he told you to do. It get bad for you for a season. You begin to walk through storms, but in those storms, know that he hasn't left you and pray that he's going to let that thing come back around. So I can remember after leaving that meeting, like I said, and I did not go back to her anymore. But the last thing that she did tell me, she said, you're, she said, you really know what you need to do already. And one of those things, guys, I wasn't taking out time for me. I was so wrapped up in being everything that I thought I needed to be to my boys and everything that I thought I needed to be to my mom that I lost myself. So I still didn't get it though. I, I knew it, but I still didn't walk in that place of being free, free to be me before I became a mom, you know? So what I did was I continued to get very frustrated. I let, uh, I never let how I felt um, control or make me lash out towards my children's or my mom. I kept everything inside until I remember one day, let me back up and tell you the story. Um, things were so tight financially uh, back to the point where I never, I never walked in this area. I never walked in the area of lack in my life. Never seen lack until those three years. Those was the three worst years not going to say worse, but hard years of my life because I never walked in lack. My family did not know what was going on with us, me, my mom, and my children's. It was just us. And my children's did not miss a beat. They didn't know anything that was going on, going on. It was normal for them. I, God just blessed a soul where they were still happy and full of joy and they life carried on like the norm. So, I remember going to the store one day in my oldest, he asked me for something and it cost only a dollar guys, a dollar. And I told him that I couldn't get it. And he was talking to his brother and he was like, she got it. She just don't want to get it, you know? And so I didn't say anything, you know, I just walked and we left the cash register and we went on to the car and we drove back to the house. And on the ride home, they was having a conversation. 
And my youngest, he was like, no, mama, she would have got it, you know, and they was going back and forth with each other. But all along, it was like I had all these tears bundled up in my heart and it hurted me because I really wanted to buy them that item for a dollar. But I wanted to hold on to that dollar because I didn't know if we was going to need that dollar for the next day so we could make it, you know. It was tight, guys, but I did not let them see that. They didn't know that mommy was having a hard time because I carried myself so well, but also I was hurting myself on the inside. So by the time we made it to the house, I remember my mom being in the kitchen and I couldn't take it and hold it in any longer. And I just explode and tears began to lap down my face. And I, then I decided that I was going to explain to my children what was going on in our lives. And I did. And we I remember us going outside in the driveway, me and the oldest, and we began to talk. And I was telling him some things that was going on in my life. And I called my baby boy out and I began to tell him, you know, what was going on. And what I love about my children, I, I raised them to know God and to know that we was going to be okay. So when I did explain to them everything that was happening, I didn't go into certain things I did not touch because they're, they were still young. And they both embraced me and we just cried together. And then after that, we prayed. And, and um, after we prayed, we went back in and my mom gave me a hug and we all went to the rooms. And it was quiet for a moment, but we was okay. And I got back up and I went to work a place that I did not want to go to because I didn't, my heart wasn't there. And I remember my chest was hurting me so bad and I didn't know what it was. But later on, I found out that it was anxiety because I did not want to be at that place. And I ended up going to the emergency room and they hooked me up to all these machines and stuff. And I knew then that it was just time for me to leave. But I met a young lady there that was so sweet. And she began to speak life into me because sometimes we tend to be strong when we know that we need somebody to hold our arms up. And that person could be right in front of us, but because we look at the outer appearance, because they don't look like us, because they don't talk like us, because they don't act like us, we overlook them. But it's a light that they carry. And if you tap in and see it, you will be able to see that light from afar. And after that, I began to go to work until I put in those that notice and I enjoyed myself because I had found a light. I found a light there that kept me smiling, that kept my spirits lifted. And to this day, nobody there, even not even that light, she didn't even know what I was going through. I didn't share anything with anyone. But um, I tell you, I'm about to get ready to release my book and everything will be in my book. The things that I went through during that season of my life. But I'm going to share a couple of nuggets with you. I remember after I left there and um, like I said, we was going through some things and my mom ended up moving into her apartment. And before we moved there, I had heard in the spirit that my children's father needed me. 
And I was like, Lord, he doesn't need me. He's married. I said, he doesn't need me. He, he, you need the person that he's with. And I heard the Lord tell me again. And I said, no, I said, no, he doesn't need me. And so I remember my oldest, he had got real sick. It was right before the pandemic. And um, he picked them up to go Christmas shopping. And when I went back to pick the boys up and he told me that my oldest told me that he wanted to speak to me, that his dad wanted to speak to me. And I got out the car. I didn't want to. I was just like, what do you want with me? You know, and so I got out the car and we began to talk. And as we talked, it was a good conversation, but a part of me just wasn't like, no, mm -mm, I'm not going to get wrapped up this. Mm -mm. And so as he began to talk to me, but I sensed that he wanted to tell me something. So I asked him, what did he have to say? And I knew that it was going to be something pertaining to what the Lord had already told me. And so I told him, no, that I didn't want to hear it. So guess what, friends? I was walking in disobedience. I wasn't walking in uh, being um, an obedient vessel at the time because I did not want to deal with that. And that still was a part of unforgiveness because if I was really free, I would have spoken to him like I heard the Holy Spirit tell me to. So I end up going back to the house. We went our separate ways. And my mom, a couple of months later, she had to go to the doctor and I um, and my boys had came to me because we had we was just not going through the pandemic, like I told you guys. And um, they told me that they wanted to see their dad. And I was like, how am I going to make this happen? Because we don't talk. And I was like, you know, my boy, you know, I don't talk to your dear dad. And I they we communicated through my mom. And um, so I was like, Lord, how am I going to make this happen for them? Fast forward, I end up making it happen. And that was the best day for all of us. Because even though God turned our burning, our, our give us beauty for our ashes, sometimes we have to go through some things to, in order to get to that beauty. And God is showing up. He restored things. He restored things that have been, has been lost and damaged and in, um may look like to the world that it can't be fixed or it can't come back to fruition again. But I'm here to tell you that he does. And this could this could be in, even in your in the area of your business, in your life, in your personal situation and friendship, even in, with your children. God can restore it, but we have to make sure our hearts are right towards the matter. We cannot go in there with our heart being bruised because we think that somebody did something to us. And even if you think you have already walked through that area of, of unforgiveness, God still has his way or, of doing a checkup on your heart. Because as I'm telling you guys this, I, I realized that my heart wasn't right. My heart still wasn't right towards the matter because if it was, I would have listened and I would have obeyed, but I did not do it. But I'm thankful that God is a God that give us second chances because if I my boys had a cry. And if I would have never answered their cry, I wouldn't have known or I wouldn't have walked in that area of being being able to listen and do what God had already told me to do. So I just say in order to be free and to really 
walk in that place where you receive beauty for ashes in every area. You have to really trust God and lean into him and let him carry you when you can't even carry yourself and be open to look for those lights, the lights that shine on top of a hill when it's dark. Those are people. Those are God angels that he have put in place to help you, to usher you in that place that you need to be in, to show you that, okay, you may be sad and down on the inside and nobody around you know about it. And you might be going through storms after storms and you, and it seemed like it's not going to get any better. But when you really allow that light, that angel, that person that he has put in your path and not look at their outer appearance or what they have on and look at that person as a diamond that's shining so bright and they have so much to give you, even to tell you who you are, even when you already know, but somewhere along the line, you lost it. So you need a refresh. So when you walk in that place and you allow that that to resonate with you and begin to walk in a place of true, of true forgiveness. Forgive yourself first. Forgive yourself for allowing you or for going to those places or to being with that person or to going to that job that you know that your season is over with, but you decided to go anyway because you needed a check, because you did not listen to that inner voice telling you to go left, go right. No, I want you to turn around or or keep straight. And you did not do it. Give yourself that grace and to forgive you for doing that. And then if it's anybody in your life that you know that you need to forgive, ask God to help you to search your heart, you know, so you can forgive that person. No, you don't have to go to them and ask them for forgiveness. Just do a heart check with yourself. And I tell you, things would get so much better and it would get easy. You're still going to have temptations. You're still going to have places where you, where you're still weak, you know, but God said that he'll make you strong. He'll be your strength. He'll be your guide and you will get through it. And you're still going to go through things, guys. We're not exempt from going through things. But I tell you, when you walk in that place of giving him your ashes so he can make those things beautiful again, you will see so much. Um, about five or four months, three, six, seven months from now, you look back over your life and you'll look at how far you have come and how many doors has been open for you because you walked in that place of unf I mean that place of forgiveness and if even if you're trying to start a business you know because you cannot go and operate a business walking in unforgiveness and having a nasty attitude that's just like you know how people say your cup run over okay if your cup is full all the way up to the top and you have a client or a customer that comes in and they bump you and that water begin to leak out and you still have all that unforgiveness inside of your heart you're going to be a little angry you may say something that cause that customer or that client to turn away. And then a couple of months or weeks later, you see that that was your 
that was your blessing. That was the person that was going to take you to that place, to that place that you've been hoping for. But because you walked in a place of unforgiveness and those stains was all over your heart and you was just so stinking and nasty and rude and your water was already at the top and they bump you and all of it began to spill over and you walked in a place of anger, you let it take control and you did not allow God to take your ashes and turn them into something beautiful. And you just lost a client because sometimes it only takes one client that can come in your life and that can bless you so well. And you do your job so well. You do the thing that God has given you to, to get to serve back to the world. And that person has so many people that they network with and they go tell them people how good you are. And then they pass it on. And then your cup begin to overflow where it's running over, you know, the press down, shaking together, running over into your bosom. So that's why we need to get our, our hearts right. We need to give God our ashes so that he can turn that thing into something beautiful. So we can be all that he have called and created us to be so that we can walk in love. So we can walk in um, long suffering so we can walk with a pure heart and an upright spirit because who wants somebody to be um, in business and we want to come and shop or, or become your client and you're, you have such a stinking and a nasty attitude. Character is very important, guys. So when you come and you listen to Empowered by Tawana, I cannot just deal with the business part of part without bringing in my God because I know what he has done and been for me in my life. I cannot put him to the side and come in here and say, okay, we're going to talk about business and I'm going to tell you how to do these. I'm going to give you these three or four steps that's going to help you evolve and, and become what you want or or for you to be able to make A, B, and C, and D or, oh, no, I cannot do that. I have to tell you things that's real, friends, things that's going to help you continue to grow along in your journey to get you to that place where you want to be. And then even when you arrive at that place, you still have to continue to go back and check your heart, check your character, check your attitude, have people around you that you can go and tell, okay, I need you to be my account accountability partner, you know, let me know if my thinking is off, if my attitude is off, even my body language is off. Because when I go and present myself in front of these clients, in front of my customers, even when I'm speaking in front of people, because you, you know, if you're a speaker and you get up in front of people, they can sense it. And, you know, you may be in front of a crowd and you speaking on that day and you don't know what to say because you had it all together. But when you got in front of them, you start seeing all those faces of the people that that did so much to you in your mind become became clouded where you could not see or hear the things that you had already studied and prepared to present to them. And even if you remembered everything that you wanted to present to those people, to those people that paid their money, or those people that showed up to the, to the event to get what you had to give to them, to serve to them, they would not receive it because you came with, from a place that was full of anger, a place that was full of hurt, full of pain. It's okay to use your pain to go out 
and do the things that God has called you to do. That's great. We do it all the time. But when we walk in a place that our ashes are just, they're, they're just, they're just nasty and dirty. And because we haven't gave them to God and did the things to correct them, because God still corrects his children in love, but we have not allowed him to do that because, you know, he give us a choice. You know, we, he give us choice. He's not going to make you do anything that you don't want to do. So with that being said, you have to do a heart check daily. Every day, look when you look at that mirror to wash your face, brush your teeth, or to make sure your hair is fixed right, or to brush your hair, whatever it may be, look at yourself and say, is it anything on today that I need to get right before I step out in front of this world and give them what I have been call here to give because I want to come from a pure place. I want to give them whatever that is deposited into me for this day. I want to pour it out. I want to come back home empty, empty knowing that I have empowered a soul, have touched someone, have have told them and shared a part of me and they decided to take it and use it and run on. And when I see that they are doing that and walking in their light and their God-given talent with their gifts, it brings joy when you come back home and you realize I have done a great job on today and I'm so proud of myself and not so much boasting, but you just know that you did not do it without God because you needed him to carry you along the way. And sometimes you need him even to remind you of the things that you need to say to that client or to that customer, you know, and even, even through, it could be through the garments. Maybe you sell t-shirts, maybe you sell earrings. I don't know, but that light inside of you has touched those garments, have touched those earrings, have touched those shoes, those hats, whatever it may be. And you're not even there, but just your presence, your presence. And when you was making that t-shirt, when you was boxing up those earrings when you was placing those shoes in the boxes making sure that you had a right and a left a left shoe whatever it may be your presence was already released over those items so when that when that client or that customer came in to to purchase it, they already sense, oh, wow, it's something about this hat. My son is going to love this hat when I get it home. Or these earrings, oh, wow, I have received so many compliments on these earrings. You know what? I purchased a dress probably about two years ago because during the pandemic, we couldn't go anywhere. So I had all these clothes in my closet that I purchased. And I decided to wear one of the dresses the other day. Well, yes, I remember the other day I was wearing this dress, one of the dresses that I had purchased during the pandemic. And I'm starting over because some way the podcast stopped. So I'm adding this on. We're going to get it right, guys. Maybe it's a time limit that I have and I haven't figured that out yet. But anywho, I wore this dress and it was just something like a little comfortable dress, you know, something that you could just get up and go. I didn't dress it up. I just had on a pair of my Converse. And, but everywhere I went, I got so many compliments on that dress. And I was like, oh, it's so comfortable. And they was like, yes, I see. And they kept on telling me how beautiful it was. And every store that I went in went into, they kept complimenting. Everybody was stopping me, complimenting me on that dress. So that goes to show you that, okay, of course, it was the person that was wearing the dress, you know, because my light was shining. <laughs> but also the young lady that I purchased the dress from, I follow her on Instagram. 
and her personality is so loving. And I also um, had questions, whatever I asked her, she replied back to me, you know, in a timely manner. And I love that about her. And I have some more pieces that I purchased from her. And whenever I wear them, I get a lot of compliments from those um, pieces that I put on my body. So to say all that, she has to go somewhere and look for those clothing. And when she get them, I'm quite sure she's touching them with grace. Her hands are touching those garments and she's probably praying over them. I believe it because I fought from following her. You know, she's, she's talking about God, you know, but I'm not there with her. So I'm just assuming right now that she's laying her hands on those garments and she's probably saying, please sell, send them to the home that's going to take care of them and that is going to represent them well. So someone can stop them and ask them and they can tell them, you know, yes, I purchased this from such and such boutique. So that goes to show you guys that, you know, when you get your heart right and your attitude is right and you're walking up right and doing all the things that you have called and been created to do and getting past all your shortcomings, guys, we're forever learning. We're going to be forever growing, but growing in the right way. So to say all that, I'm just going to wrap it up to tell you that please, please go and give all your ashes and turn them over to God so he can make those things beautiful again. So you can grow and blossom in every area of your life. And so that you can let the joy of the Lord be your strength. So your light can shine. So people can see his good work shining through you. So you can be able to get the clients and call those things that be not and decree and declare a thing. And so your prayers will get answered. And so those clients will come in. And like I said, it only take one. And that one could be the one that takes you to that next level because you walked in obedient, because you did a heart check, because you looked in that mirror and said, okay, what is it about me? What is it about Tawana that needs to be correct, God? Whatever it is, show me. Lord, I need you to speak to me right now so I can get this thing correct. And once you begin to do that, and I use me because I do it all the time. I mirror myself. I love it because I see so many things that I need to get right. And I want to get it right. And that's the thing. You have to want to get it right. So I leave that with you all. And I hope that this podcast touched you. And if it has, please share it with someone else that you know may need it. I thank you all for listening in. And I hope and pray that your day will go well on today and that you will give all of your ashes over so God can make something beautiful with your ashes. Thank you.